You see, when you read scripture, you see who Jesus is. As well as when you risk scripture, you see many aspects of God. Of course, God is so mighty. But when you read scripture, God will help us or he helps us to see how he some aspect that when we see will help us to worship him and worship him the way he wants. People talk about Jesus Christ and they try to figure him as a human being like us. I will explain. They want to bring Jesus Christ position and nature into the position of an ordinary human world being and the the wrong way human beings behave as leaders in worshiping god especially the modern day clergy a typical modern clergy day clergy the way he understands leadership Contrary to the way Jesus Christ defined leadership, that is how they picture Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ wasn't a tyrannist. You read John 16. He said something that did not resonance with Peter. Peter called him outside and rebuked God. That's what the scripture, he called Jesus Christ aside and rebuked him. Though Peter was what? He got it wrong. But if he could call Jesus Christ aside and rebuke him, that tells you Jesus is not like the clergy we have today. All of them, not even exception one, with the exception of one. We are now trying to we are trying somehow to submit ourselves to the spirit and the doctrine and the rule of Christ. I'll rule thy word. We are trying, but we've not gotten there yet. And when we talk of worshiping, worshiping God, Jesus Christ. God himself initiated and structured worship so that God himself will be worshipped in the way he wants. That's why the Ten Commandments, number one is what? Thou shalt worship thy Lord, thy God, and him only shall thou worship. God doesn't want anybody to be worshipper in addition to him. The Ten Commandments, the first one, number one, 
is paramount. And the way God wants it is the way he structured it. Worshipping world, God. And what did Jesus Christ also tell us? The Father is looking for people who worship him in world, in spirit and in world, in truth. In spirit is when my worship is driven by the spirit of God within me or which we also call in our time the spirit of Christ or is driven by the spirit of the doctrine of Christ or which we also call the word of God or is driven also by the spirit of what we call spiritual war songs when you read psalm 23 it gives us a very important eye opener when david said the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not what? want. I've told you that I shall not want has nothing to do with material world. He was not talking about materialism. He was talking about what? Worshipping world. God. Because when you read down and you hear anointing, 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 then you know that it has to do with worshipping of world. God, that is driven by his word. His spirit and the spirit of his word. And today I've added one, another one. The spirit of the spiritual songs we sing. What did David say? He, where he is what? God, keep at me on the path of the word, righteousness for his name word, seek. So on the path of righteousness, who keeps one there? Is God word himself. He was giving us insight into how worship that glorifies God is driven by the spirit of God and then the spirit of his word himself. And that's why John 5 38, go there. These people who pretend to be religious, they tend to be nice in the eyes of people in religion, but they are not worshipping in truth. Worshipping in truth simply means their worship is not accepted unto God. When you talk of worship, the truth is the one that is acceptable unto God. And most of the time, until you get the divine evaluation, don't brag. Somebody said something recently, I like it. He said, 
religion belongs to people. But God, nobody owes monopoly to God. I would say nobody owes monopoly to the worshipping of God. God. God himself initiates worship and controls what and drives worship in people who desire to worship him. Uh-huh. John 5:38. He said his word is not in you. Is that the God? And ye have not his word abiding in you. Can you read the, the, the 37 connected? John 5:37. Would it make it plain? John 5:37:38. Good. And the Father himself, which has sent me, had born with Wait, wait, wait a minute. The Father himself who have what? Me. This is Jesus Christ talking. God sent him. People are doing pastoral ministries. They don't have a calling. No God sent him. Human beings manufactured them and they are making noise. They are making noise to their own detriment. That is one, the, the most important aspect in doing the word of God. The job that you are doing, the, not the color around your neck, oh. And the denomination you belong to. Do you have recognition? Are you sent? Are you inspired? Do you know your assignment? Do you know even how to keep updates with God? Do you know God's mission statement? They are always choosing teams. As if when Jesus Christ came, he did not have, he did not give us the God's tea. <laughs> Go on. And the Father himself, which has sent me. The 37 come, again, the chapter and then the, yeah. John 5, 37, 38. Mm -hmm. And the Father himself, which has sent me, had borne witness of me. Good. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. Mm -hmm. 38. And ye have not his word abiding in you. Good. For him, for whom he had sent, him ye believe not. You don't have the word of God abiding in you. If the word of God is abiding in us, we shall believe in the one he has what? Sent. The church that we are doing today, do we believe in Jesus Christ? Hmm? No. Do we believe in Jesus Christ? That is the claim we make with our lips. And that's why Matthew 7, 21 says, Not those who said, Lord, Lord, but they that do the will of what? The previous teaching I was talking about God's way and God's word. Will. If people believe in Jesus Christ, they will glorify the name of God and they will teach people, congregation members, also to worship, to glorify the name of God. When human beings who claim they are clergy are portraying themselves to be leaders of the church, making themselves bigger than God himself, they don't accept the definition of Jesus Christ about church leadership. They are not willing to serve. They are lauding it 
they have become tyrants. And they are mentioning Jesus' name. You think that is believing in Jesus Christ? And when we talk of belief, belief has to go with what? Faith. Nineveh what? When the word of God went to them, what did they do? They believed. What did they do? There was a change in their ungodly behavior. Jonathan 3.10, can you read? And God saw that means they were prepared to stay away from what is ungodly and sin and please God. Do we have that thing in us? We are being taught to be hypocrites, behave nicely, pretend for people to see we are religious, but many of us are not. Yeah? Jonah 3.10 And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil, that he had said he would do unto them. If you can go up a bit, there's a portion that say uh, the people of Nineveh believed. The chief also believed. I wish I could see that verse. Verse 5. Uh-huh. So the people what of verse five? Jonah three five. Go. So the people of Nineveh believe God and proclaim a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. It's okay. When people believe God, they turn away from sin and behave in a way that is acceptable unto all. God. So if we believe in Jesus Christ, it's the same pattern. We are just going through liturgical formalities. We have clergy who have become tyrants. That's how some of us are sitting in the house. They wouldn't even accept the doctrine of Jesus Christ. You preach Jesus Christ and they get, take, get offended think they deserve respect. I don't know what informed that attitude. Are they, are they being deceived by the devil or what? I can't tell. What sacrifice have the clergy made? 21st century clergy. What sacrifice have they made? When we are talking about the one who purchased the church with his blood, which is, what is their contribution in that? which make them think they deserve what most of them term as respect. Iniquity in full of iniquity. Because the spirit of Christ is not there. They are, they are, they are entrenched and specialize in teaching congregation to be vain worshippers.
Let's speak. I listened to a clergy this morning. So let's speak. Something like dancing. He was talking about dancing. But some most of the dancing we dance in church does not please God. And the way he was teaching it. The way he was teaching it. I didn't see Christ in what he was teaching. Look, when I go to church and I dance, if my dance, just as I said from the introduction, if it's driven by the Spirit of God and the Spirit of the song I am dancing to, And the spirit of his word, the dancing my body moves may not be decent by human word observation, but I dance for God from my heart. It's just like Hannah's prayer. Today, too, is the same thing. You are in an act of worship and it is not decent before the clergy. Nobody than the clergy, church leadership. You preach. Your preaching is rude according to the word. The observation of the word. The clergy. 21st century clergy. And some ignorant church members who lack the spirit of Christ. But they don't know that if you are sent by God, you work for God. You don't work for human beings. But if human beings understand and receive the message, they see the glory and the grace of God upon their lives. And they escape divine judgment. It's the same thing today. And it is done usually just like we see in the book of Samuel, the clergy who have ikabod, when the glory of God departs from church leadership and they are left with the collar around their neck and the pastoral garment, they tend to misbehave, misbehavior in the, in, in, in the position God has given them instead of serving God and serving the congregation of God, according to Jesus' definition of leadership, and their personal interest. King Saul was anointed by God. He misbehaved with the office, many today. And they see everything wrong with what God is doing. They see everything wrong. So Hannah told Eli, he said, I'm praying from within my word. I'm praying from within my spirit. I'm praying from within my spirit. Little did Eli know 
God, the glory of God has departed world from him. They were using the church to serve their personal interests, sleeping with worshippers, he and the children, kicking over, taking undue advantage of sacrifices unto God. Read your Bible, is there the same thing today? So, worship, we must all strive and stay away from the vain worship. Worship that will make me, I was talking about dancing, uh, well calculated dancing. Unto the Lord be the glory, great things he has done. And the way I will make my moves, and I'm conscious I'm doing it so that human being will say, my dancing is what? Decent. That is that is what Jesus called hypocrisy. That is what he, Jesus called what? Hypocrisy. The worship that is well calculated, to, uh, uh, constructed, cleverly woven for human beings to see so that they clap for me and embrace, him, embrace me that I'm a good word worshiper. But God is not driven by the spirit of God. That is what Jesus Christ called what? Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is different from flattery and even deception. It's different from flattery and what? Deception. Ah, didn't Hannah deceive the husband? Don't you read in your Bible? You send Jacob to tell the father, your own husband, that this is my, your eldest what? Is it all deception? Rebecca. Rebecca. Hi. Is it all deception? Deception. Ah. But was it hypocrisy? It was not, we must understand scripture, it was not. She was pursuing the will of war, right. God. What she was doing was acceptable unto all, God. And it was being driven by God. So everything she did succeeded to the glory of God. Hypocrisy. Were calculated religious behavior so for people to see especially the clergy and then they see he's preaching no the preaching is not inspired didn't pray didn't fast no god sent him he's in the church uh, he's a clergy and someday he's supposed to walk the almanac also is giving so he's doing something to represent what? Body, introduction, carefully woven, constructed, so that he finishes everybody. See, uh, uh, he presented the preaching with decorum, with knowledge, which is not, and God sees, sees it as a useless word. Preaching. Sometimes God speaks some language. He said, I've not sent them, but they prophesy. 
Sometimes God has not spoken. People preach from their belly and they preach to be paid. No God word. Send them. God's structured worship. To be driven by his spirit and the spirit of his word in a way that is susceptible unto himself. And that is the truth. And that's why Jesus said, I came to bear witness to the world. The truth, which they read, they don't understand. I came to teach you the things that are acceptable unto God. One typical example is church leadership. It's not like political world leadership. The clergy, you are not supposed to be a tyranny. You have no divine right to disqualify somebody in worship that I don't accept you as a member. May the Lord deliver us from evil church world leadership before the bad day, that day comes. My father had a slogan with a friend. So unfortunately, I did not investigate into it before he died. But I'm beginning to like the slogan. He called that day and the friend will respond that man they were talking about the judgment that jesus christ is bringing that day the day of judgment and that word i want to end on this note that day that man or that day we must do our worship in a way that that day that man will not tell us, ye that worketh iniquity, I never would. We are sent to preach and teach so that this unfortunate thing does not happen to us. He who has ears, let him listen. Amen. Amen.